I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so tough? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad party podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk and cheese. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Yes, welcome to episode 83 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we're here. Yep. And it's Sunday night instead of Saturday night, which is weird for us. Yes. But we got this. We um, decided to go to bed last night. We were tired. Yep. So it's been a long, long weekend. What are you laughing at me being tired for? Damn, I'm getting old, goddammit. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <clears throat> Uh, we've we've um yeah it's I had a very busy day yesterday with work too. I mean I yeah I literally worked all fucking day. Um, I had a pretty decent day with kids. Yeah, we surprised you with an earlier birthday. You did. You um, me cry and everything. Yep, because Ezra will be out next week, so mm-hmm. we did, didn't want to exclude him from the festivities. Plus, we're dumping the younger two off with my sister for a night, and hopefully, if all goes well, I'll have a hotel next to a uh, bar so we can go get hammered and then stumble back to the rooms and. All that good stuff, but we'll see if that pans out or not. I'm trying to get the the rate. That's my out. idea of a good time. <laughs> oh, what you and me alone having a dinner, some drinks, going back to the hotel room and you know cuddling. I put cuddling For- in forcefully quotes. cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> Athletic cuddling. Okay. Athletic cuddling. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, um, I think that's a good. You know, when do we get? When's the last time you and I have been alone in a hotel room before Temperance was born? Yeah, I was pregnant with her the last yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. And that was that shitty-ass hotel in Cooley It was Dam, the worst hotel I've ever been like at in my life. Where it was like sleeping on Flintstones mattresses. Oh, it was so bad. Concrete and shit. Um, so, yeah. And I, the bed was like four feet high. I couldn't get in it without you boosting me up. Do you yeah, remember? Yeah, I do. Okay, we ended up finding something that worked like a stool so you could crawl into it. <laughs> well, I did like this parkour move where I put my foot on the wall and like... <laughs> well, that, no, or they actually did have a stool for the bed. One of the... I remember getting some sort of stool thing for you. I don't yeah. know how, where we found it or what it was, but it, it I worked. I think I stepped on the suitcase. That might have been it. I don't remember. So, short people problems. Short people problems. Yeah. So, it's uh, we had a birthday party today for our nephew. Yes. That went well, except for when, at the end, when uh, Trent decided that he was the guardian of the um, the uh, trampoline. trampoline that wasn't even his trampoline because we're at somebody else's house. And, <laughs> and then it 
at bath time he's like i want it to be my trampoline like, yeah. well it's not well it should be yeah. <laughs> you need to get me one but yeah no he he has this thing where he has to be alone on the trampoline he doesn't mm-hmm. want anybody else bouncing with him because it, you know it, fu- him- it fucks with his r- rhythm um he he finally i finally got to the point where he was cool with somebody else being on there with him it was temperance and they were bouncing along just fine he did not did not want his cousin who also happened to be the birthday boy mm-hmm. on that trampoline with him I'm in the process of telling him, Trent, you've got to let him on the trampoline. It's, it's his fucking trampoline. You can't tell him no. And he's like, I don't want him on the trampoline with me. And immediately the other kid gets all, you know, territorial. So he goes barging on in there. And Trent gets him into a headlock and starts just punching him in the head. And I'm like, perfectly executed. I mean, no, bad. Trent, stop. Don't do that. But it was, it was. I mean, he, he, he literally just completely blocked the kid from getting in there, stopped him dead in his tracks, had him in a headlock. And I was just, dunk, dunk, dunk. I said by myself on the trampoline. Dunk, dunk, dunk. <laughs> And I get over to Trent, and I had to pull him off and get him into a world of trouble. That's when we decided that um, birthday party's over. We're on. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, it was right at the end. Time to leave. Bye. So, um, yeah, it was. he's just been, he has hit that assertive, I'm going to assert my dominance in the situation, or I'm just going to assert myself here. And it's been a very infuriating period of his little young development. Yes. I have never wanted to throw a child against the wall harder than him. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I know that sounds bad, but there's just those times where your kid just pisses you off so bad, you just imagine them, you know, sailing across the room into the wall. <laughs> be like, oh, it feels, oh, I'm a horrible person. I can't do that. Damn it. <laughs> so, and he's, he's pushed me there a couple of times. He's just been, but then the, the part that really sucks is, he immediately flips the switch and is like, and he's like, oh, I love you, daddy. And I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting here thinking about this. God damn, he would be great in an abusive relationship. Beat the living fuck out of him. Now, you know, I love you, right? And you're, you know, you're getting all cute. And I'm just like, that's, I can't let I this. I don't think he. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's a good thing. That's why I'm saying I'm, I'm like concerned about this. I'm like, I've got to stop this now while he's three. His sociopathic behavior, right. yes. Yeah. we got to stop any, any of that shit's got to happen. he got to just cut now because. Well, he did the same thing for me today. He hit me with the bag. The, the diaper bag thing that uh-huh. we have he w- swung it at me and yeah. it hurt and i said ouch and then i ran over to him, i swat him on the butt instantly devolved tears i'm so sorry mommy yeah i'm so sorry and it's like what what Is you, now yeah. you're being cute yeah well and we've gotten into this thing now where he'll do something that I'm, I'm like rejecting and, I'm, and i just look at him and i give him that dad stare that just that, that dead, dead stare where there's no expression on my face whatsoever and he'll sit there and he'll go and he'll kind of snicker and then i'm trying i'm like but i gotta hold i gotta hold the dad stare so i probably at some point look like i'm a constipated dad who's like trying not to laugh and then finally he goes i'm so sorry daddy and i'm like that's fine thank you for apologizing but you need to not knock it off because that's been his go-to thing he's like a, he's a catholic right now he can do whatever the fuck he wants as long as he does his Hail Marys and, you know, the flogging on the back and the, the whatever, all the other stuff I don't know, necessarily know well, that they do. Well, you missed but. it. So you busted him for the, or you you busted the two of the youngers for the chocolate thing. Right. And then proceeded to have to do the ranty thing with Ezra in the right. kitchen, which we'll get to in a minute. So I'm sitting down at the table with the two of them and they're talking about, you know, dinner and dessert and blah, 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 blah. And I said... No, nobody's getting anything until we figure out what happened with these chocolates. <laughs> and Tempe goes, well, I didn't do it. And Chuck goes, I didn't do it. Oh, boy. And I said, I nobody's that. moving. Nobody's getting anything until we figure out what happened. And without skipping a beat, Trent goes, it was me. I'm sorry. That's the one thing I have to appreciate about the kid. He he doesn't, 
he doesn't just pull your brother yeah. and, and spend three hours like you know just sitting there being mm-hmm. stubborn. He does finally give up, but it's still he still tries it. He, tries, I, he usually tries it once, and then he realizes he's been caught, and he's like, "Fine." Yeah, and I I, I appreciate the fact that it's a stage that they all go through, mm-hmm. but it's one of those stages that as a parent you black out. <laughs> like you know, let's like when you see a baby, like oh yeah, oh such a cute, cuddly little baby. Oh, you're like, oh, oh, they smell so good, and you're like, oh, they're so snuggly and they're little. You're like, I want another one of these. Forgetting all about the 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 puking, the shitting, the screaming in the middle of the night, the pure exhaustion. And then you're like, oh no, I don't. Nope. Oh yeah, every time a certain new mother posts about how exhausted they are, mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh, now I remember why I didn't like this state. And now mm. I remember why the cute babies have to be so cute. Yeah. Because otherwise you would not yeah. have little babies. Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's getting to the point now where I can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel as far as we're getting closer to a stage where if we needed it to happen, as he could babysit for us. Mm-hmm. And we're getting closer to a stage where he's going to be old enough where he's going to be able to take care of himself and in a few years he'll be driving mm-hmm. and god damn it he won't be their chauffeur oh he yeah will. oh yeah i know i was when i grew Trips up to the park yeah go to the movies oh yeah go to the store go to the mall go walk around the mall yeah. go walk go have fun yeah here's 20 bucks mommy and daddy need some alone time don't come <laughs> home until we call you unless you want to walk around something you might not want to see <laughs> oh my dad used to joke um we we live really close to the movie theater down here in town mm-hmm. and we would walk to the movies even from a really young age, yeah, younger than Ezra, which is an, is one of the topics I was going to talk about. Um, like how young is too young, yeah. and blah blah blah. Um, but he, he'd always say, "Don't come back early," because if you open up the door, all you're going to see is a big naked ass in the living room or whatever. Yeah, and he would just be super graphic all the time. Like he just didn't even, yeah, sh- like nope. We're going to be fucking while you're gone, so don't come back early. <laughs> like, he didn't even pretend that it was about anything else. I'm going to put some miles on this bitch. <laughs> and I only say it that way because he's a truck driver. I'm not trying to be <laughs> crude or your... <laughs> but I-, I could see that as being something he would say. <laughs> Until she punched him. Yes. Because that's just how she is. It's like he was he was kind of mouthing off to this, you know, at the party, do the little <laughs> playful thing they do. Yeah. And she looks at him, and I kind of... I-, I sat way back in my seat, and I'm like... I'm giving you room to swing. And, I, <laughs> and she's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll probably get a fat lip. I keep this up. And she's like, that's not all that's going to get fat. <laughs> and he kind of looks at her. She's like, I don't mean that. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, my parents are the same way. My mom would just hand, whenever dad got back in town, she'd shovel me a 40 spot and go, take your sister to the movies. After that call, if we don't get an answer, Go to eat lunch, whatever, call again. When, we'll eventually let you know when it's safe to come home. I'm like, oh, Jesus, God, fuck. So <laughs> we disappear for a few hours. And, and I used to even come like at one point, like, there's no way. Either I got a high five dad when I get home or, or something else. There's no way it was three hours. No way. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stamina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but that's still not as bad as what happened with my sister. She had to, um, when they had their room up in the upstairs in that, in that White House, uh-huh. and you know how when you walked or anything up there, it, it rattled the yep. door. Well, it didn't It didn't when we were there, but it, it used to rattle that door. And so <laughs> one night, the doors rattled, and Joy's in her room like, uh, <laughs> oh, like trying to put her like, pillow over her head and whatnot. She's like, just make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> and finally, it's over. So the next morning, she gets up, she's like, um, <clears throat> Dad, you know when you... Um, walk around upstairs he's like okay she's like it really causes the door down here to rattle you know when you're walking <laughs> upstairs 
and the door down here rattles and I can hear it. And all she says, all of a sudden, this look came on his face like, oh. And, he's like, and she's like, he grabs his keys, goes to the hardware store. <laughs> right then and okay, there. Okay, the only thing I have to say, though, is your dad, regardless of what the cause of the noise was, yeah. whether it was an embarrassing thing or not, yeah. the second anybody says, oh, this such and such is happening in the house, oh, yeah. he would immediately grab his keys, regardless. Yeah, yeah, he'd take care of it and fix it. But that was one that he was really like, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, 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 I'm going to fix it so I can walk without waking you up. She's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like wow uh Christ so um so go back to what you were saying about the younger than what's the young too young you had a topic oh, well there was a thread on the Portland moms uh, group this group about what age you can leave your kid at home now was it a thread asking for legal advice? No. Or just like what do they think their opinion she was? She was saying she has a seven, it. almost eight year old who would like to ride the bus home after school as uh-huh. opposed to going to the sitters. And um, the mom works about three blocks away from the house mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other thing. And do, do does anybody think that there should be a problem with that? Now. You had several types of responses. The, mm-hmm. oh my God, I can't believe you would even consider that. Right, right. The, well, why not? If your kid's mature enough, go ahead. And then you had that, well, legally, technically, you can't do that. Even yeah. though what the law says is different. Yeah. The law says that under 10, you, you could be considered neglectful if you leave your child in an unsafe right. or, or um, a situation or place that could be considered unsafe. Yeah. Like, you, you really have to stretch the law to say that you cannot ever leave a, a child under but 10. The, but it's also written so that it can easily be stretched to their favor as yes. well, too, as far as wanting to prosecute you. Exactly. So it can it's, it's a super gray area. Yes, it's a super gray area. And what it's done is it's it's saying, you know, if something happens, you will be held responsible. Yeah, which which as a parent, which as a as a parent, happens. regardless, if they're ten in one day, if you're still responsible. If they're seventeen and they're down at the local whatever, and they egg somebody's house, you're responsible right. for the damages. I mean, that's just the way it is. Until they're eighteen and can be legally held, you know, accountable. Now, granted, there's certain things like arson and whatnot yeah. that they can they can pay the the time for at least in like juvie, but you still pay the damages as far as the fines. But my point is. Let's let's say this is not even so, your kid doing something wrong. This mm-hmm. is just an accident. You know, I mean, I'm going to push it to the extreme here. Let's say your kid does something that causes their own death. Right. Unforeseeable in the extreme. A stray bullet while you're gone. Right. That wasn't even fired from, yeah, like, right. like a drive-by or what, something. Right. You know, whether they're, you know, nine... And 364 days, or, or 10, 10 and 5 days, or 14, or 15, or 25, or 82, whatever, you're still going to feel responsible for that. Right. Period. Now, whether or not you're legally responsible is the question. Yeah. I think the law is fucked up. I think that the lady asking for help had a valid question question yep. and a lot of people just shot her down out of out of without even thinking about well, of the course fact. they have the, they have the um anon anonymity of the internet and they don't have to face the person face to face so they wouldn't dare you know thank god it's facebook where it's at least linked to a 
a yes, person, but still. person's profile because it gives people at least a he- slight hesitation before they go off. Some of them, yes. Not all of them. But it really was frustrating for me because it was just like, you've got to be kidding me because a lot of people were just jumping on the, mm-hmm. how could you even, cons- I would never, uh, no, here's what's even worse. Not the how could you, but, but I, the, would nev- I would never you, leave my child you're alone. constantly belittling the other person and not even taking it, yeah. Or or even worse, I would never leave my precious angels alone, blah, right. blah, blah. And I'm like, and this is why your precious angels will be having you do their laundry till they're 30. Yeah. And this is why your precious angels can't wipe their own ass or get out of bed in the morning because, And yes, this is what we were talking about last week. Yeah. Th- this is why. We this are over-parenting our kids. I did so much when I was a kid on my own with my brother in tow a lot of the time. Right. Um, he'll remember the time I got the babysitter fired because uh, we were right, supposed to be riding the TriMet bus home and he got nervous about riding the bus. So he called his mom to drive us home mm-hmm. from North Plains all the way in Beaverton and mm-hmm. whatnot. And then the mom got all pissy with my mom about the whole thing. And so the next day she's like, do you think you can get on the bus? I'm like, I was at the bus stop waiting for the bus when he called his mom, you know? Right, so right. she let us ride the bus, TriMet bus from Beaverton to the transit center to wait for her. Right. It, you know, and I was, I had to have been a first grade. Yeah. Maybe second grade. Mm-hmm. Different times too. Different times I mean, to an extent. To an extent, yeah. No, but but it does come down to the maturity of the child. I mean, and then also you look at it like, it's also a socioeconomic thing too, because you don't have you don't hear a lot of these discussions in, I guess for lack of a better classification, the ghetto, mm-hmm. the 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 poor areas of town where they have no choice but you know, you get these kids like the latchkey kids that are that's their, they just they come home after school and they you know they know how to open their door and they're doing that and and they know they'll be in trouble if they screw right, up right but but they were talking you know like in, like kids in like New York or whatnot that walk their ass home they get right you know, the subway yeah and it's so it's. Part of it, too, is that, you know, when it's something that upsets me about dealing with other parents sometimes when you have, like, I if you can be a stay-at-home mom and you can afford that, yeah. fucking, or a stay-at-home dad, whichever way it yeah. rolls, fucking look, all for it. That's awesome. If you find a way that one parent can support the entire household in today's economy, more fucking power to you. But what pisses me off are the ones that get all bitchy about the fact well you know well, i'm a stay-at-home mom and i don't know how i could ever leave my kids at the daycare or any of this or that or the other thing blah blah blah, blah. yeah because we really we... want to like right. that's our goal in life is right. to make our kids feel abandoned and maybe you should have waited to have kids until you were more financially stable it's like you have no idea mm-hmm. what the other person's financial background was you know it's so it's it just it's amazing how when people can afford stuff like that whether it's you know financially or otherwise that they don't that how quickly they forget about what the other or sometimes they don't even know what the experience on the other end of the spectrum is like as far as having to make the decision of do I go to work today or what not because I don't have my child care kind of thing lined up and so it's it's that, that, that instant knee-jerk judgment without having any any idea of exactly what the other person is going through um and I'm guilty of it at times too not not to that extent not in that particular situation but like when you're out in public and you see a kid screaming and you know my first reaction is fucking shitty parents it's like oh you know okay hold on let's think about this here a little bit and that kind of thing but it it um yeah it's it's one of those things that um especially when they get onto the Facebook groups and all that they get they guess people get really really it's like it's like the, their intelligence level drops like a bajillion quotients 
you know, when when they get online or they get behind that keyboard without face to face, somebody having to face the consequences in person. Yeah, kind of like kind of like maybe Ezra would right? do. Yeah. So hmm. I have to ask you this: we, you and I, really haven't sat here and had this discussion about it yet. Um, were you aware of any of this until I made the phone call to you in the car? No, <laughs> I didn't think so. Not even a little bit. I was I was super shocked. He hadn't said a word to me about it, and I. It's just the kind of thing that I felt like he would have talked to me about. Mm-hmm. No, I think what it came down to is he knew he knew um, that he had fucked up. Yeah. And I think he knew internally that he had made a mistake and that if he came but and talked... Then talk, why did he bring it to your attention? I thought... I'm pretty sure I think he thought he could get away with it just by having me like blow up the guy and then move on. I don't think he was expecting me to... Get the guy's username, then dig into it, then look and see what was said, and then figure out why this person said what he said, which why he wouldn't have thought me I was going to do that. I don't That's know. That's what I don't get but is because I think he would have, he probably would have gotten away with it to an extent. If he hadn't said anything. If he hadn't said anything. Right. Because I'm not monitoring the Instagram. The, I was not, was not, <laughs> will uh, be in the future uh, when he earns it no, back. And, and I was just not, you know, it wasn't like on a daily basis. Right. But. Um, I monitor his texts like mm-hmm, a freaking hawk, mm-hmm. but I don't tend to. And I've I've learned a valuable lesson. I really have because I didn't realize how much he's been posting on that either. Yeah, and he honestly, he no he um. Did you see all his mm-hmm, pictures? Mm-hmm. I don't mind the stupid pictures, the selfies and whatnot, and and the throwing the peace sign and this is my hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, did you see his um his description for his Instagram account? No. Skateboarder, <laughs> something else, and chick magnet. <laughs> That's it. and yeah, exactly. And I I le- I've known that for quite some time now, but I've left it because it's so ironically hilarious. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, you are you, you do skate, and and you're actually really good at it. And I've been trying to get you to skate more so you can get even better at it. But you won't do it because it's not one of the big, you know, televised sports as far as like football or this or that because of the idea. That's due to outside influences. Well, that's that, that's that's what I was trying to get to is that he seems to try to find ways to see if he can get more attention in another area or another household that he lives in. Mm-hmm. And he does all this extra stuff for that. But because it's almost like if we stop giving him attention, maybe we can get him to do more for us. And I'm not going to do that. I mean, that's not, that's, don't get me wrong. That's not at all what I'm going to do. But, you know, I try to encourage him. Like, they were playing football today. That's not his thing. Mm-hmm. It is not any, he can't, he's afraid to catch the ball. He's afraid it's going to jam his finger. He was, you know, he he's just, it's not. If he did play football, he'd be really good as an offensive or defensive, you know, position because he's thick and you can't yeah. really move him, and he's he's got some power behind him. But when it comes to actual like agility but and the skill, pro- but the problem is he wouldn't block. No, he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't scared. take a hit. Yeah, and that's the problem we have with skateboarding too. Is he's afraid of falling and and, and hurting himself, and it's it's uh it's maddening for me because I I know I, I he how quickly and easily he jumped on the board and started going. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you got this. You can, you could be so much better than I was. You can be a lot of the things I, and I, that's why I try not to push it too hard because I don't want to be like a vicarious, you know, living mm-hmm. vicariously through him. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I can see you excel at this, and it upsets me that you're not excelling at it when you could be excelling at it because you're choosing not to excel at it because you're just mm-hmm. wanting to do this other crap instead. Um, but yeah, so he, 
the story as it was told to me. I get a, I get a message. I he, saw the message. He, yeah. he direct messaged me on Instagram. This guy said something after I after I commented on his on his photo, and they paste what the guy said to me, and I'm reading this. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And I I I, I question the dude's character simply because. He knew he was an 11-year-old kid right, and right. proceeded to... To to do what every guy on the internet does and, and just, you know, come off both guns unloaded. And, and he had every right to be pissed off. But, yeah. But when is an 11-year-old kid, even people without kids should be like, oh, it's some dumbass kid. Right, right. And not, and not you know... Or, or, like, oh, it's some dumbass kid. I should get in touch with their parents yeah. and really fuck up their world or whatever. Right. But not to... I mean, the shit he said was yeah. pretty foul... I get it. <laughs> Going to have to explain some new words to Ezra. I know um, that kind of stuff, but it was it was just like so. What I did is I I, I get this. And I'm like, so at first like, I get a little parent rage. I'm like, how dare you fucking speak to my kid that way? Only I can fucking talk to him like that. Okay, <laughs> if anybody's going to tell him what a fucking cum stain is, it's going to be me. You shouldn't be the one saying it. And yes, that was something that was said. Um, then I'm like, well. Yes, this guy, why did he rage quit, though? Why did he rage quit? Why did he take the time to actually direct message Ezra, which requires you to f- start following somebody on Instagram first? I'm like, that took some effort. So something, so I just asked him, I'm like, so what's this dude's username, Ezra? And he gives me the username. I'm like, okay, thank you. He's like, no problem. And then I go to the research. And then it comes out. I'm like, oh, fuck. So this, other, this guy had made a comment on one of Ezra's friend's photos. And I'm not sure if this is an actual real world friend or somebody he's met through one of his friends on Instagram, um, which I know people are going to be like, well, you should be monitoring his account closer, blah, blah, blah. And I always go off the auspice of, I, I do monitor his stuff, but we give him a lot of freedom and then we rein him back in if something gets fucked up. Yeah. Um, I'm not afraid of anybody on Instagram being able to like locate him and, and hurt him or anything else. Um, but I am aware of what he does and I'm not going to sit there and completely lock him down in the first step. I, I wait for them to trip and fall first. So he, this guy made a comment on the photo and called somebody an ignoramus. And so then he, uh, Ezra gets all like, Oh, I'm going to pin, you know, and it, <laughs> I called him on it too. I'm like, would this friend happen to be that person that I saw on your friends list who is blonde with a nice rack and a bubbly ass that you probably has your little hormones going woo, and he blushes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so, you know, Sir Ezra was going to valiantly ride to the damsel in defense you know, you know, and save her honor and answer the distress call. I'm like, but not every damsel, you know. <laughs> needs any needs help. Any, right? Needs any help. I'm like, so you, so you got all cocky and like, well, actually, ignoramus isn't the word. Therefore, you're the idiot. And then to add insult to injury. He misspelled therefore. He misspelled, he, well, no, he spelled the two individual <laughs> words correctly. Right. But when used in the context it was in, it's actually a, you know, a single word. And I'm just reading something. Oh my god! And so I'm at I'm at work, and I'm like like literally just like I just like fuck. <laughs> and the guy from the next cube over, he's like, "What?" And I explained to him. He's like, "Oh." I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "The only solace I can find in this is, is that he didn't do this in person because the way he was, as cocky as he was being, that would be enough to get yourself punched in the mouth. Mm-hmm. And I don't need that kind of a dentist bill. So that's when I call you. I'm like, well, "So why exactly did you?" And we're on our way to school. Uh huh. I answer the phone on speakerphone. You don't normally call us, so I knew something was up. Yeah. I was really glad it was just Ezra being an idiot and not like, I was worried it was like a problem. Yeah. So um, I pick up the phone. You're like, so has Ezra said anything about this? I'm like, no. And I look at him and he's just turned white. 
And then you start talking about, oh, well, he did this and blah, blah, blah. And then you started on him. And Ezra, I'm taking away this and that and the other thing. And I hope you realize and blah, 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 blah. And the, the two little kids, completely silent. They are never completely silent. <laughs> they knew it was serious. <laughs> I must have had that sound in my voice. <laughs> and so you lay out all the stuff. He's like, okay, love you, dad. And you're, you know, I love you, but the, we're going to have a talk. And the second the phone hangs up. <laughs> the tears are coming down and he's just like he's just you know losing his shit and i'm mm-hmm. like take a second to clean yourself up because i'm dropping you at school in like two seconds so yeah. wipe up <laughs> chin up kid you gotta get in there and yeah. uh he was just like i'm so you know doing that i'm so stupid mm-hmm. it's like well and that's where I'm always really good at correcting. I'm like, no, you're not stupid. I, you just did a stupid thing. I, I said, <clears throat> you know, you're not stupid. You're still learning how to navigate how things work, but you need to keep your mouth shut. Virtually or <laughs> otherwise. Yes. Yeah. And we had just had a talk at our house about mm-hmm. almost the same, I mean, same principle of if you don't have anything nice to say then just shut the fuck up then don't say anything or <laughs> shut if you, the fuck up if you don't have anything valid to contribute to the conversation just shut up you will be respected so much more and then i use that old quote um it's better to be thought a fool than open your mouth and, and prove all, it and remove, and remove all, all that out. yeah yeah <clears throat> so and that's what he does 10 times out of 10 <laughs> he removes all doubt <laughs> yeah and and so I, I I hope I got I'm pretty sure I did make it very clear to him but he's lucky that it happened as I was already more than halfway to work and that there was no way for me to get back home <laughs> and that he had school for the rest of the day so I had the entire day to cool. go through all my phases of my anger. processing of, of this whole situation so that it wasn't an instantaneous reaction because the instantaneous reaction that I was having at work as far as venting to some coworkers and whatnot was far far worse than anything he got when I was home but for anybody, and I know we have a couple of listeners who have, who, and it's not just like random listeners, but listeners who have come and visited us and met mm-hmm. Ezra mm-hmm. that are friends with him on, on Instagram and the social media outlets and whatnot. Um, you're not going to see him online for a very, very long time. Yeah. So I'm explaining to you now. It's simply because I am resetting the passwords to all of his accounts. I have every last electronic device he owns outside of an alarm clock and his little flip phone that can send text messages that we use to contact him on in my office. I'm going to reset. And then from that point forward, I it's he's going to, I mean, I don't know. I don't know when he's going to get any of this stuff back because he has solely proven that he's not in any way, shape, or form responsible. Not because I, <clears throat> it's not... trying to figure out the best way to word this it's not that he i ever thought he was mature enough to handle interactions online it's that when we set up the instagram account for him it was so that this could be for you because his mom and his brother we set it up very specifically for him to be able to like his family stuff and communicate with fam because a lot of of the family has instagram accounts and you know it's pictures and it's and there's no age limit there's no there's no restriction on the age as far as when you can sign up um and that's why he doesn't have facebook yet Mm -hmm. and he's pissed because Mm -hmm. it requires you to be 13 and yeah i could lie about his age it's not a big deal but But i I won't won't. um so when he's all butthurt about that because his you know his other brother got to do it way Mm -hmm. before he was 13 i'm like Mm -hmm. that's not my problem it's not my house Mm -hmm. um so 
uh, but yeah, and and I told him specifically, if you abuse this, you don't do it properly, yada, 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 I'm going, I will lock you down. And I said, and I will take away freedoms that you had, and I'm going, and I will restrict you. And, and I don't, either he didn't believe me, or he just figured, you know, he could get away with it, or whatever. I don't know. I really don't care. I think he gets the point now that it's locked up, you know, there's no way. And then we had a nice little chat when I got home. And I really hope, like I said, I got through to his head that uh, just extremely, extremely lucky that I had the eight and a half plus hours of processing time to calm down before I came home because I wanted to strangle you so hard. And it, because it was just, it's it was truly one of those point times as a parent where you're you're just absolutely devastated with disappointment in your child's behavior because you know how much better they are than what they just did. And you also know that it was a mistake, so you try to balance that with the fact that, yeah, everybody fucks up, everybody makes a mistake. But it was just so, like, yeah. he he responded to something. That he didn't need to be involved that in. That he didn't need to be involved which in. Which he gets in trouble for all the time. On top of that, he claimed that a word was not a word and then misspelled another word and called somebody an idiot. Which opened his mouth and removed all doubt, yep. Which made it all the more ironic right. that he was became the definition of the word that he said that mm-hmm. wasn't a word uh-huh. um he also did it incorrectly like right. he didn't respond in line he direct he you know directly directly yeah. called Attack. this guy out yeah. separate from the context of the conversation yeah. which is once again another fail as far as how you're supposed to operate the internet or any conversation um <laughs> so he just it it was very frustrating to me because this is the exact kind of behavior he's been having mm-hmm. that we've had a problem with. Like, not we have a really good kid. Like, yeah. oh yeah, and don't get you know, we complain a lot about these kids sometimes, but we know we're yeah. blessed. We have really awesome children in the respect of, you know, the problems we have with one of them so far have all been very minor in comparison to what some parents have. Right. But that's also what makes it that, that much, much more infuriating, right? Is because we know. Like, he's super, super intelligent, but then he claims this word is not a word. And it, it just it was like, really? You you well, are a child in the age of the internet, and exactly. you can't just look the fucking word up? And that's my point. Is like, I, I, I've got to teach this kid, Google can be your friend. If you, if, you, if you have a question about anything, you go to Google, you do a search on it, understand that you're going to have to filter the information, but if you get a unanimous one direction of, of an answer, then you know that that's like, you could look it up. Ignoramus. You do yeah. that. It's going to, the first thing that's going to come up is the Merriam Webster fucking dictionary. It's going to tell you how to spell a word, how to break it up into its individual syllables, how to sound it out. And what the fuck it means within five seconds. Yeah. I would have killed for access to information like that. Yep. My parents would have killed for free access to information remember, like that. Do you remember? Because the amount of money. Encyclopedia Britannica, but do you remember the Encarta? Uh-huh. The online disc? When that disc came out? Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I, well, I just remember that my parents really worried about me for, about me, worried about me for a while because they did. They bought the Encyclopedia Britannica set mm-hmm. and I actually sat down and started reading volumes of this encyclopedia and yeah. I, I'd find something that interests me and I'd read about it. And, and then it would say, see this. And you'd be like, okay, and I'd uh-huh. go over here. Oh, see that? Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll go over here. And, and, I did the and, same thing. And then there was times where I, I ended up like in, 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 it was talking about like, you know, uh, um, 
apartheid and whatnot and mm-hmm. the, the rape and all that stuff. and my mom's like that's kind of heavy for you and i'm like this is some really just horrible stuff but you know but but I, she you know she can see that i was processing i was like but i was just, I, I was like johnny fucking five from you know short circuit input input and i was always looking and i still am to this day i mean friend brings up a car problem to me next thing you know i've down, dove down a rabbit hole where i'm looking up an issue on a car i've never fucking owned and i never will own and then i'm like oh that's kind of weird that they have it. why in the fuck would they design it like that hmm and then i store that useless knowledge in, somewhere in, somewhere and then eventually it comes out for something else and 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 um so to have that access to information where i could instantaneously be able to fact check something and be like oh i would have looked like a fool if i had said that Good thing I had the Google here to save me, you know. Not Ezra. He's just going to blaze that fucking trail blindly. <laughs> <laughs> I love our kids. Uh, yeah, they are. But it was just... Uh, and this... This was... Uh, the, it was the, it was like the, the icing on the cake. It was the little cap at the end of the week of a really rough week we had had. We were super concerned about temperance for a while. Yeah. She was extremely sick in the respect of... Okay, so we recorded last Saturday, right? And, and we were complaining week, about yes. her being a bit little bitch. Right. Well, it's because she threw well, up. That's that. that's the, the episode ended abruptly. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, we got to go, guys. Bye. Click. And it's because she had just she was walking down the stairs crying because she had just blown some serious chunks. Yeah, like all over. Basically, it was everything she had had from lunch on came all the way back. Oh, it was so wrong. It was so bad. And so I was. It was hard. You know, we cleaned get that cleaned up, and the whole time I'm feeling like this asshole. Like, oh Jesus! And here I am. She was being a little shit all day it's like oh she wasn't feeling well but that's the problem with her yeah she, she won't say anything she won't and even if you ask her you can interrogate her no i feel just fine and it's like <laughs> you don't feel fine yeah you feel yucky but she won't tell you to after something happens yeah so but we're like okay no bigs she does her thing she's running a slight fever but that's that's normal with stomach yeah. bugs and then we're like fuck the rest of us is gonna get it yeah oh jesus we were so nervous and so then no one else comes down with it and, and she's, she's not, not getting, getting better. better. She's still complaining that her stomach hurts. She's not eating. And then she's starting to make it look like, from where she was talking about the pain, the pain and whatnot, it was starting to point to appendicitis. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're watching So I it. took the whole freaking day of Monday to well, go. We watched it because we, yeah. we were watching it all day Sunday because yeah. we thought it might be, but like, we don't want to just go rush into the hospital. Yeah. And the, 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 the clencher was on Monday when we fed her because she woke up bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, was good to go, everything yeah. was kosher. We feed her and then, it instantly came back up and she was barely keeping water down so that's mm-hmm. why i'm like that's it fuck it send her in we gotta figure this out so of course we get to the hospital and they're like nope it's not appendicitis um i don't what did they all they just think it was like a stomach bug they tell you um oh no that's right they said that it it probably was just a stomach bug and the reason she got it and we didn't was because she was already on antibiotics for no her that was infection. my assumption okay is that the antibiotics because she already had the sinus infection she and the antibiotics weak, she had weakened, weakened her, her immune, immune system, system and that's why nobody else got it I still think that could be the case. I'm still not really sure. Could have been food poisoning. It could have been a food poisoning but issue. The, 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 still, I'd have to go back to like, why didn't Trent get it? Because he had... The, the same thing. Well, no, he had the pizza she didn't, yeah. she didn't finish. So, I mean, so it was just like, I, I don't, we don't know. It was just really strange. So she wasn't getting better. And it, that alone, not a big deal. It can take kids a while to recover from these things sometimes. But she also was not herself. Yeah. She was stu- super space cadet She wasn't able to focus. Probably because she hadn't been eating. Right. Looking she hadn't back, it was probably food. food. But it was still, all these things were stacking up to the point where I'm like, you know what? Yes, it's going to cost money. And yes, whatever. But we need to make sure that she's mm-hmm. okay. And then it got, you know, we, we got the, the clear that it wasn't appendicitis. Okay, no bigs. And then, but we're still, as the week progresses, 
she's not getting better and she's not getting better and she still seems kind of whatever and it's getting to the point where I'm literally starting to kind of panic a bit and that you know that it that takes a bit for me to get to that point and um not saying that you don't uh that came out weird um so finally I'm like okay let's make a doctor's appointment for Friday she's not better by Friday we have to have her seen and then Friday morning she wakes up right as rain wolfs down like in, you know mm-hmm. an elephant's worth of food and then as we pull all this crap on top of it so it was just the the whole thing was just like a big fuck you at the end of the week and I'm like you know this is just this I um and it was just a uh, yeah, it was just it was the final straw for me, so to speak, in the respect of just like uh, so. You just said the exact same thing I know, twice. I know my my brain's not working. It's been that kind of week. Um, yeah. Or you should just stop looking at your. No, I was checking the notes to see I what know. we have next. So, but you should like wait till I'm talking. I probably and should. then look at your notes. Yes, order of operations. I'm just saying. Yeah. You keep interrupting me to say things, and then you inter- you say. Things. I'll stand down now. Fine, go. That's not what I meant. <laughs> What's left in our show notes? What's left in the show notes? We have um, well we we can uh, tonight's little incident with Ezra, <sighs> where he decided to to you know grow a pair again. Why do kids do this? And then I'm trying to. I, I was I was very calmly at first. I know. Well, it's. And it's what happens every single time since you guys had that talk, like, what, a year and a half ago? Yeah. If you yell at him, he instantly devolves into tears and then claims that you shouldn't be yelling at him because, you know, you, you said, ha- you you said you wouldn't yell at me. And I, Which, and I, and I will own, you do yell more than I like. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. It's never on the first time. No. It's never like a out of the blue thing. No. It always is because it's something that's happened over and over and over again. And I finally bark. <laughs> and you finally get to the, you know, point. Basically, I'm a big dog. You can poke <laughs> me the stick three or four times and I'm going to growl at you. That growl should be warning enough to back the fuck off and change your behavior. And he likes to, he likes to get me to bite mm. every fucking time. Well, he- and then he wants to blame me for the bite. Right. And, and that's the part that, gets, that pisses me off is that he wants to blame well, he gets me. gets to this point where you you are very angry. He is very upset. And he, he gets to this point where he's just like, and it's because you're just so mean. And it's like, no, I'm not mean. I'm super lenient. I'm super okay with everything. Until you've pushed me to the point of not unknowing any other way to get through to you. Except to, you know, bark and bite your head off. Um, but yeah, so it, it was over coffee cups. I know. Over the last week. Or two, I'd wake up in the morning, get my coffee. I got my little mugs, my stainless steel mugs that I have for coffee. I'd crack, I, I, I always double check them when he washes them. And they'd have crud in them. And so I'm just like, okay, I do, you know, and, and so I, I, and I didn't say anything to him. And finally today, I'm just trying to say, hey, look, buddy, you know, I want you to see all this film here. That's, that's still coffee and shit that's there. See this now? That's the soap film. And now I know why my coffee's been tasting kind of funny here. Cause I, I didn't always remember to rinse them. So sometimes I'm like, Mmm, Dawn coffee. Mm, this is yummy. You know, <laughs> I'm sure I'm gonna be farting bubbles later. But uh, it was so. I'm I'm trying to you know go through the whole process of explaining to him. I'm like, so here's what we're gonna do. I want you to stand here. I want you to watch what I'm doing. Blah 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 blah. And he's like, <laughs> and he gets all huffy and all huffy. I'm like, okay, he's huffy. That's fine. Huffy is okay. He can be as huffy as he wants. It's all he just shuts his fucking mouth and listens and watches. And I start getting into take this and do this that's what i did and that's when i lost my i know shit. and that's when i tend to lose my cool yeah. with him too is when he claims that he did the thing that you're telling him to do even though it's so fuck 
fucking obvious that he didn't. Well, but, but and, and he says that before. He, like, I didn't even have a chance to show me. I was just grabbing onto the cup, and I hadn't even shown him anything yet. And he's already saying, that's what I did. I'm like, okay. With the dishwasher the yeah. other day, I went in. I was try- He said that it was f- too full for dinner dishes. I'm yeah. like, it shouldn't be though. So I open it up, and I see that he's put stuff in there that shouldn't be in there. Yep. He's put stuff in there incorrectly. And then he, so, yes, we have to wash the dishes before we wash the dishes in our house because our dishwasher is not that great. Actually, that dishwasher is not bad. But, but it just, it, like any dishwasher, right. every dish has to have a path to the water spray. Right. But he had not even rinsed. No. A ton of the dishes that were in there and then he's saying that he did and i'm like honey i totally get what you mean that there were a lot of dishes and maybe some got missed but what you're saying is that you rinsed and and scrubbed these dishes mm-hmm. and it's obvious to the naked eye that you did not but i did no you didn't don't 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 feel like this is something you can win because this is not an argument this is a statement you didn't do it yeah and that's where I really want to drill into him that when you've been caught, when you've, when the answer is so obvious, don't try to defend your position. Apologize and move on. Right. Because we've proven time and time again, if you apologize and move on and don't do it anymore, it's not an issue. We're really not that hard-assed about it. No, we'll let it go and we'll move on. Because every, like we've always said, I fuck up, you fuck yeah. up, everybody fucks up. So he, you know, he gets all brody with me, and and I've gotten to the point now where rather than escalate the situation like we like we had in the past, where I get even more belligerent mm-hmm. with him, and then he get more belligerent with me, I made the choice of I've just from now on when he gets to that point where I know he's no longer processing information, I mm-hmm. send him to his room, right? Which pisses him off even more. Oh, I know. But eventually he comes back down and cools off on his own, and then we can get to a point where I can talk to him again. So the we had problem big... that I have been having is if I send him to his room, he's like, "No, I won't go," and he like it, he digs his heels in even more. Well, I want, issue. I want to get that on lockdown and figured out before I start traveling more because I will not. I'll come down on my both feet when I get back from a week long trip, even if it happened on Monday. I don't fucking care. He's not going to openly defy you like that. Um, but like you said, separate issue. So we have the whole talk. I get him calmed down finally, get him to the point, and I walk him through the entire process. And I'm like, now, look at me in my eyes and tell me that's exactly what you did, that you did that process right there and that you had the, the, the poor results that you had. Because so I don't think you can tell me that you did that and came out with the results you had. I don't think you did because you're, you're, you you take the shortcut route every fucking time because you want to get it done. So like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do any of that. I'm like, exactly. And I'm like, and I wouldn't be so mad if this wasn't like the 15th fucking time I'm showing you this. And, 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 on and on and on. Um, and so then I'm explaining to him that, you know, basically it comes down to you need to really calculate this out and figure out that for every time you get sent back in there to redo a dish or for every time you get sent back over here to reload the dishwasher or do this or do that, that is time away from other stuff that you, me, or all of us together could be doing. And you always bitch and complain about how much we don't have enough time in the evenings on certain nights, but it's because you waste all of it in there being sent back repeatedly or doing your little dances you like to do while you're doing the dishes and the little clicks he likes to do when he's like walking around and shit. I know. I don't come down on him for that because it's just his own little weird personality, but it's so, it's so frustrating. Well, what I've tried to get him to understand is to read, not, not just for my own sake. This is not something I'm trying to teach him just so he'll stop annoying me. But to read people? But to read people because yeah. it's going to serve him so much better in his everyday life from here to eternity right if you are in a quiet room and somebody is concentrating on something 
walking around snapping your fucking fingers is probably not the best thing mm-hmm. to be doing. Yeah. Well, and then, like, I've been working on with, um, if you're tasked to do something, like, go get me this. Slowly swaggering Sauntering. your da-da. way over to it. Da-da. Is, is, da-da. and it was the same thing. We, we went and checked the chemicals in the pool. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, as we pulled in, I'm like, we parked the car because it's over your, your pool's at your parents' house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, go to the garage, get the chemicals, give me this, I'll meet you at the pool. I walk over to the pool and he doesn't hold them. He's like that guy, damn, I'm bringing home a baby. <laughs> the little fucking ostrich, or not ostrich, but, um, uh, Buzzard. Yes. Buzzard from the cartoons. And there's a noop, and it's so slow. And finally, he comes back like a good solid five minutes later. But I wasn't going to go in there and do it for him, so I wait. Mm-hmm. He comes back. I'm like, you need to move your ass. As he and I am saying this, as he's sauntering, just dum 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 dum. He's like, I couldn't find it. That's what took me so long. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not mad that it took you a couple minutes to find it. I said I'm mad about the amount of time it took you to get to the garage and the amount of time it's taking you to get from the garage to here, because you don't put any effort into the movement you haven't been the one that's dropping him off at school just kind of was he just like he gets, in the, he gets in the car and he like he's got his coat and his lunchbox and his backpack and his water bottle and his whatever and this and that and you go to drop him off and it takes forever oh. he opens the door tries to struggle to get out holding everything then gives up takes everything out puts it down yeah. stands up Grabs everything back up. Realizes he can't carry it that way. Puts everything back down. I'm like, dude, we've got to find you a water bottle that fits in your bag. I cannot do this anymore. You have to have everything in your bag except your coat. I cannot do it anymore. And his water bottle will fit in his bag. He won't put it in there. I know. He says it doesn't fit. It does. It will. It would. No, I've I've been there because that's how every trip anywhere with him is. Mm-hmm. Because like, he brings 18 billion things. Like he got all those books from his cousin today. <laughs> Does he put them in the back of my car, my little car hotel that I have back there so they don't slide around? No, he's got to be on his lap. So every time we had to stop, he's like unbuckles the seatbelt very slowly, lifts these books up, and kind of does his butt shimmy off the seat. And like, then tries like, how am I going to stand up? And does like the grunt thing as he's trying to stand up out of the car. And then he like, turns around and puts these books down. And then... After he gets the books put down, then he, he stands up again, grabs, you know, whatever, shuts the door. And then we go to the thing. He comes back out to the car, and it's a reverse process in reverse. He opens the door. Picks up the books. Picks up the books. <laughs> turns around, sits down, sets the books on his lap, and does a little butt shimmy back to the other side, and then swings his legs in, and then... And now he can't do the door. Then he can't do the door, so he has to, like, butt shimmy back the other way, grabs the door, shuts it, and then, like, he's grabbing the seatbelt, and he's, like, has to, like, get the seatbelt behind the books and place it down, and I'm just like... And I didn't say anything tonight because I wanted to see if, he, if it would click. <laughs> if maybe it would click. Like, hey, if I put these... He's... that You've been in that car. This new rig I have from work has so much interior room. I'm like, I'm thinking maybe maybe he'll be smart. He'll put them under his legs because it all fit there. No, he doesn't do that. I'm like, maybe he'll ask me to pop the back hatch so he can put them back there. Nope. Every time he's got to do this whole butt shimmy thing. And then it, does he read the books? Does he like... Nope, they're just on his lap because he's so... 
fucking possessive mm-hmm. because of what happened when his mom moved that one time and lost a bunch of his shit that it's just like, oh my God, you don't have to keep everything under lock and key. He had a freak out earlier today because Trent has misplaced the stylus to his DS. And that's understandable. He's like, I try to do something nice for him and they just go. And they he's... Well, hold on. Let me, let me finish. I, I could tell he was pissed about the stylus. He went out there, couldn't find it. You leave for work. I'm like, you're upset about the stylus, right? He's like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, no, buddy, you're upset about the stylus. Just, it's fine. You can be mad about this. He's like, I'm not upset. And then he's thrashing around in the kitchen. He's doing dishes, slamming shit, bang, bang. And I'm finally, I'm done. I'm like, you know what? You don't just fucking thrash around like a bull in a china shop like this unless something's wrong. You tell me what's going on. And he freaked out on me. I'm like, go to your room. So I said, I go up there, I talk to him. And I'm like, I need you to, what the fuck? And then he devolves into, you know, well, I'm letting him play with my ideas and I try to do something nice for him and they're just disrespectful and they lose my stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I let him do the whole rant thing. I'm like, okay, I can fully understand that. And you know what? That's a valid feeling to have. Your response to the feeling, completely inaccurate. Now I'm going to pose a question to you. Do you honestly think that your three-year-old brother took the stylus and threw it away just to be mean to you because that's how he rolls? Well, he's not mean like that. I'm like, exactly. Now, do you think your three-year-old brother who loses everything under the fucking sun it's not, if it's not attached to him? Like, the kid would lose his dick if it wasn't attached to his body. You know, I'm like, do you think that maybe, just maybe, that we're having an issue here of he misplaced it? And I said, and the big thing is, is it, is it I'm the one that told you to let him play with the DS so that Tempe can play with my DS so that they can both be playing. I'm like, if he loses it or breaks it, do you think I'm not going to replace it? I'm going to take responsibility because I'm the one that told you to do that. So you just need to chill the fuck out. And he did. But it was just that whole, that, once again, that possessive thing of, you know. Because he starts interrogating. Trent asks him for help on a game. And that's the only time he's been allowed to touch, touch an electronic device mm-hmm. is when I'm helping them out. So he starts helping on the game. Then he notices that the DS game that he was playing is missing. And he's tossing one of the Game Boy Advance games that the DS can also play. He's like, where's the card? Where's the DS game? Where'd you put it? Blah, blah, blah. And he starts like freaking out and Trent. I'm like, calm down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. And finally, I'm like, fucking shut up. What is your problem? Well, he took the DS game out and now I don't know where he put it and it's lost. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I put the motherfucker away. I put it back in your fucking case, back in the fucking slot that it came out of because I'm the one that swapped fucking games from. You got a fucking problem with that? Oh, I didn't know it was you. I'm like, you don't need to know it was me. You don't need to make the automatic fucking assumption that your son, your brother is always out to fucking, you know, get you, get you, or that your sister's always out to get you. Well, and I, we've had this discussion before a lot, you and I, about, I feel like Ezra's the oldest, so he has gotten a lot of cool things that the others have not gotten. And I feel like as you get a new cool thing, you let the old cool thing kind of pass down. Yeah. And he keeps getting all these new cool things and he's not passing anything down. And it's really starting to edge on my nerves because it's like he's just hoarding everything. And I feel like the DS shouldn't. He never plays it. He hasn't even looked at the fucking thing sideways in six months. And then because they want to play it, now he thinks it's cool again. And and he'll claim otherwise. And he'll say, oh, no, I play it all the time. No, he hasn't. No, no. I know. See, and I'm, a, I'm a, of, a, of a milder opinion that I don't have, mind them having their own stuff. Now that the kids are showing an interest in the DS, I'm I'm okay with forcing the issue more of passing it down. Well, that's not, my. But now that now they're at an, an appropriate age to do so. Well, and um, I don't I don't feel like forcing Ezra to pass things down until there's a sign shown. Like 
it's not like oh you've got a new this so now you have to right. give up this it's but more of a you natural progression you haven't touched, you haven't touched yeah. it they're they're at the age where they'll get it um and also like it's old technology it's technology that honestly if you know if it's been sitting in Ezra's room for six months and he hasn't touched it and it got broken today because Trent was playing with it, would it be the end of the world? In his mind, yes. But it, it shouldn't be, is my point. It, no, it shouldn't be. But once again, this harkens back to his mom's house where... I know, but we have to destroy, retrain... We, yeah, it's but it's going to... He has sh- to retrain his brain on this. Well, yeah, but short of taking him out of that situation, which we can't do, and, and forcing the issue of you're never going to see your son again, which I'm not going to do... No. Um, that's never going to stop because things are going to continue to get thrashed when he's gone over there. And then there's never any, there's never any recourse for him. And so I get that frustration to always go over there and have something of yours be broken that they should have never been fucking touching in the first place without asking you first, which they can, they've got phones, they can text each other Mm -hmm. um, and have nobody as an adult actually do anything about that. I can see where that's coming from. I don't agree with it, mm-hmm. and I agree. We need to retrain his brain and really work on the whole separation of you know church and state, so to speak, as far as mom's house and dad's house goes. Um, so, yeah, I, I get that. Um, yeah, so it's just... but it, And I'm not saying this from a heartless place. No. I was the oldest kid. But there's just a certain natural order of passing that, things down. Like and Duplos, it, when it was right. harder than hell to get him to give up his Duplos. Right. I'm like, like, dude, you got really? Legos now. You're yeah. never going to play Duplos again. Give the Duplos to the little guys and play your Legos. And I feel like you've got a, a Xbox 360. Do you really need a DS? Just to explain, that's my 360. They're just up there so the kids can play it. It's not his. Yeah. Well, I don't want people thinking that we just buy him no. alone all this stuff. But that's kind of my point, though, is he is spoiled enough. They're all spoiled enough. They're all spoiled enough, but it's a matter of passing things mm-hmm. down. And he's the first order of contact. He should feel awesome that he got a DS when it was brand new. Yeah. Not pissed off that he has to, you know, right. share it now that the kids are, other kids are older. Yeah. He tried to blame me today for losing a game. He said, well, actually, you put in that little gray case thing, and you took it with you when you were traveling, and I haven't seen it since then. I'm like, well, actually, if that's the game you're talking about, it's on my fucking desk. In the gray case where it fucking belongs with my DS. Because actually, that's my game that I bought from my fucking DS that I let you play, you little motherfucker. I didn't say that part at the end. But that's what I want to say. He's like, uh, uh, and then I walked in there. I'm like, boom. Right there, bitch. <laughs> you know? And I showed him. He's like, oh. Uh. I'm like, yeah. So take your fucking actuallys and stick up your fucking actual ass, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. I'm just like, you son of a fucking <laughs> He's He is the comic book guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. But actually... Yeah, so it's... Actually, you're an ignoramus, but mm, that's not a word. word. Therefore, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's that geek that always corrects you. And then is wrong. But no, no, no. But, but it's so it's so wonderful when he is wrong. And then you're like, ha, ha, ha. You pompous fucking ass. <laughs> you finally got your own. Except, unlike most people, when somebody actually one-ups them and proves them wrong, he's just like, well, actually, and he finds something else. I'm like, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't mm-hmm. just gloss over it. So Well, and in this case, somebody actually proves him wrong, and then he's like, I'm going to tell my dad. <laughs> you were mean to me. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's like, no, I'm more likely to let him whoop you. <laughs> yeah. And that well, guy was like a roided out freak, That too. was the thing, too. I told him, like, I'm like, would you have had the testicular fortitude to walk up to this motherfucker in person and say, therefore you're an idiot to his fucking face well no 
Well, there's no fucking saying. way you should ever be saying it online. I might, because honestly, while I'm not concerned about somebody making it to my house, I'll take care of business. It's not that hard to find information about people online. I'm like, you gave me that username, and I tracked the guy down in less than 15 seconds. And then I had this, and I had this, and I had this piece of information on him. I'm like, it's a digital age, man. We can we can do what we want, find out what we want. It's not that hard to do, which means we can do it for you, too, in reverse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why this digital brakes have been put on, and this digital, you know, train wheels have been reattached, and this digital, you know. You know digital ass has been handed right, to him. and he's got his digital dog leash back on, and I am just, you know. And then the other threat I made, too, is that it was part of this whole thing is no Netflix while anybody's gone. And I said, and if there's one one fucking kilobyte, one one small byte, one bit, one itsy-bitsy little wink of traffic coming from anything but your mom's phone, you, when I said this, mm-hmm. um, or her computer after you get home from school on that router and I see it, I will... Oh, and you. You won't even want... You, you think I'm mad right now? And he's like, mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Because I'm like, I, I... Well, he's I, been spending way too much time yeah. watching TV anyway. So I'm so. just like, don't, don't, just don't go there. So it's been a very Ezra-centric week as far as frustrations go. It really has. <laughs> Trent's been peachy too, but... Yeah, he has. But he's been his... his... Oh, he gets so angry when he's hungry. Oh, he God. is a walking Snickers commercial. He is. He literally is a little... He, Yeah. And then you just toss food at him, and he, it's an instant. It's yeah. so instant, you know. So we always, I'm gonna start. I, I, I've got. <laughs> we just got to get better about cheer nights, getting him mm-hmm. food beforehand. Right, but that's the hard part is trying to find something that he will eat that quickly, so mm-hmm. that he doesn't, you know, granola bars. I think about stocking up a granola bars again because he fucking loves granola bars. Mm-hmm. Get a granola bar, and I'm then have him go play cheer. So, yeah, I think we've done enough of the bitch about Ezra. That was a weird noise. I think it was one of the fish. Are they trying to escape again? Oh, they always do. What's with the white fish? What's about him? He's on the bottom. Oh, he gets depressed when he hasn't been fed. Oh. He's, his his happiness is tied to his food intake. Hmm. And they haven't had food today because they have to get more food tomorrow. Oh. They're not starving by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. But he's, you know, much like Trent. He's morose. He's like Trent. You know, he's not as bad He's being a diva. Yeah. So... Are you ready, babe, for Uncle Will's yes. ranty time? Good. I've heard this week's is a is a doozy, which I like. I like doozies. So, um, I still don't have a sounder for this. I apologize. I'm trying to get one, but I haven't had the time to contact the guy that's done the other voiceover work for me. So, I might try to go the free route this way and see if maybe I can get um some of our other podcast brethren to help me out here. So we'll see. But we'll eventually get a soundbite for this. But um, this is the third installment of Uncle Will's ranty time. Hey Justin and Jody, it's Slacker here. I was calling in for my rant and I was just sitting here thinking, you know, I don't think I have a rant this week. I mean, I today's pretty good. The kids actually got up and they went to school. They didn't give me much trouble. The dogs didn't make a mess. They walked. Uh, the wife, she's feeling a lot better. Good, my yeah. arthritis doesn't hurt so bad, so my love life's good. Anyway, I just don't really have a... What the... What the... You mother... God... Yeah! You scooter-driving, nipple-headed, charter motherfucker! Get that goddamn moped off the fucking road! <laughs> God damn! Oh, yeah, that reminds me. Fuck scooters! God damn it! How do you beat 500 pounds and drive a fucking scooter on a fucking road... <laughs> You look like the bear at the fucking circus, you <laughs> fucking moron. Oh, my God. 
How do grown people drive scooters? Oh, I know how they could do that in the South. They lose their license, and then they have they have to go down there and get themselves a wicker sickle. <laughs> you have no idea how many scooters I almost run over in a fucking day. God damn it, I hate fucking scooters! Fucking shit! Damn it! Fucking goddamn scooters! <laughs> That's the end of that one. Okay. So, fuck fucking scooters. Yeah, that took a turn. <laughs> I was not a... Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, do you have anything else you want to add to the, the mix here, babe? As far as <clears throat> scooters? What, about, what, what, what do you feel about... How do you feel about scooters? Is he talking about, like, scooters like... Like the little like, moped. Like, like, you see me rolling. Um, like a moped right, scooter? Right, Or, like, a, like... uh wheelchair type scooter no no, no like the the moped scooters okay. like the, the two-wheel little I like mopeds i think from what it's i my favorite fat girl joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they um i think no i think they have a problem with uh I, it sounds like they don't have to have a license to drive those mm. down there because of whatever vehicle size it is so if you lose your license and yeah so well here it's considered a motorcycle and you have to have a endorsement a, and a special endorsement right actually. yeah all that jazz with it so, so. We probably don't have as many problems with mopeds here. No. I will say to that to that respect, one of the funniest fucking things I ever saw, that mini bike that Ezra has, they have versions of it that look like crotch rockets or look like this. At a 7-Eleven, like, this is when I first started working at my company I'm at now, and I stopped in there to get some, um, uh, something like some Lunchables, something for the day. Oh, this is when I was still smoking, so I had to get a pack of smokes and a drink. So, I'm in there, and behind this guy decked out in leathers from head to toe carrying a motorcycle helmet I'm like and I'm like Harley Davidson brand shit right I'm just yeah. look, and I have this look on my face I'm just like I don't recall where's the bike there wasn't a bike when I walked in here no no yeah I'm, I'm thinking I'm like nope there wasn't a motor because I'm thinking about all the places where they might talk about motorcycle I'm like no what is this motherfucker doing here at a 7-Eleven in a goddamn head to toe with leathers riding boots on and uh there's no motorcycle outside. And then I happened to look out the window and there was this little, one of those little orange flags you attach like the back of an ATV <laughs> or a bike. And I'm like, wait a second. And then I remember I walked by one of those pocket bikes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no. A pocket fucking... bike? Well, yeah, like the, the, yeah. it's a mini bike. It was like a crotch rocket. Right, but they're, yeah. they're even smaller though. Well, well, it wasn't a pocket bike, okay. but, it, it, but it was one of those, okay. you know, mini bikes with a, you know, the lawnmower engine driven ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> and I kind of snickered to myself like, no. He's must barked out back or something. There's no way because he was a, he was a Harley looking motherfucker mm-hmm. too. Like you know, I'm, I'm driving you know, and he buys his stuff and puts it in his little um, his, uh, he had like a fanny pack or something. Like that. He tucks his stuff in there, goes out there, throws his helmet on, straps it up, looking all hard, walks over to the fucking orange flag, pulling. It. <laughs> I see him yanking on the pull string. Finally gets it fired up. He's sw- still all the swagger in the fucking world. Swings that leg over there, hops on it. He takes off on this little pocket bike. At this point, I'm cracking up. The guy behind the counter, he's cracking up. We're both gasping for air because we're both trying to figure out. We had the same thought. Like he's like, I was trying to figure out where the bike was. Like me too. We're just dying, and he takes off down Stark Street, and off he goes, just riding his bike. And then, so, flash forward to a couple weeks later, roll back to the 7-Eleven again, roll in there, here's this dude in leathers. I'm like, start cracking up, and I look over, I see the flag there. I gotta ask, man, 
you and that. <laughs> it's just not a combination I didn't expect that I'd see. He's like, oh, dude. He's like, yeah, lost my license. Totally fucked up. He's like, I had, got drunk. Shouldn't have done it. He's like, so I can't. I can't drive an actual motor vehicle. And he's like, this thing, it's kind of, it's on the edge, but I don't really get a lot of a lot of flack for it. He's like, but I fucking love it. I didn't think I would, but I fucking love it. He's like, I only work a couple miles from work. And I only live a couple miles from work. He's like, and this son of a bitch, I put a dollar, he's like, I put like a gallon of gas in it, right? And I'll, I'll get a week's travel back and forth to work. He's like, so for four bucks a month, I'm driving back and forth to work. Rain or shine doesn't fucking matter. Off I go, and he's like, and I, so even when I get my license back, fuck it, I'm gonna keep it in Harley Park. I'll drive this thing on a daily basis. I'm like, more power to you, sir. Well, <laughs> that a grown ass fucking man. That reminds me. So when I was working as a medical assistant, I worked at the trauma center mm-hmm. at uh, what's the name of the hospital? Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. So we were in the follow up care center. So if you went to the emergency room. And they told you, you know, see your doctor in two weeks and you don't have a doctor. You went, you went back there. So it's a lot of pulling out stitches, staples, follow-up, aftercare, stuff like that. Catheters. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I had that in there. Do you, have I told you about the guy in the wheelchair that had the catheter and, I, and the nurse went to pull on it? I think so. That's not, um, <laughs> yeah, this is not something, not tonight. <laughs> it was, it was really bad. Um, basically the conversation ended with you're pulling on my dick <laughs> it was funny um anyway so there was a girl there that worked there and she had been there quite a long time and she was pretty hardcore like nursing hardcore right mm-hmm. so every day she walked in wearing a motorcycle jacket and chaps and a helmet and it was all personalized it was baby pink and black <laughs> leather uh-huh. and like her helmet had skulls and stuff on it and her jacket was uh, like studded out and like just hardcore looking girl right found out she did roller derby oh yeah i'm like awesome you don't fuck with those bitches right right and um i but i never saw a motorcycle in the parking lot never i'm like so finally i get up the guts one day i'm like where's your motorcycle I'd like to see it. And she goes, oh, yeah, come out. I'll show you when we leave. I'll show you my motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It's a baby pink Vespa nice. scooter. That's bitching. No, I'm sorry, but that's, that's badass. But she looked like hardcore no, that, shit. But that's, I, I loved match, it. I loved everything. Does, yeah. I loved everything about it. I, I But she looked uh, yeah. motorcycle boots. I mean, just to the nines. And you get out here and it's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so... <laughs> To that effect, you know how everybody talks about how a motorcycle is kind of a rolling vibrator for chicks, right? <laughs> I went to stoplight one time. And I know this is totally not on the topic of parenting, but it's funny, so fuck, shut up. Um, and there's just, this was a really nice Harley. It was um, and sitting next to me. And I realized it's a female sitting on there. Also, I remember, I realized it's... And she's like revving it. And she's out of a stoplight. There's no... Like, I look over. And she's only got the, the like the, what we call the, um, the brain bucket, right? Mm-hmm. Just the half cap yeah, helmet. And she's got this grin on her face. She rubs it up again. I roll it down. Like, I know what you're doing. And she's, she kind of flushed a little. Then she looks at me. She rubs it again. I'm like, yeah, you have fun with that. So uh, the things you see in Portland, it's it's pretty yeah. funny. Wow. <clears throat> so do you have anything else you want to talk about tonight, babe? No, I... Th- I, that's no. a bit of, yeah, I think we've had a pretty good um, that's a bitch about Ezra episode so yes alright well then as per the normal if you want to get a hold of the show 
Yeah, we can be contacted via email at grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. If you want to leave a voicemail, 503-609-0375. I have made it a personal pledge of mine that I'm trying to call all of the shows that I regularly listen to once a week and leave them a voicemail. Um, I was able to, I did it this week. I'm hoping to get to it again next week. So if you guys would like to, you know, return the favor, not you guys like other shows, but like just people in general, listeners, we'd love to hear from you. Um, also, you can send us an email to, uh, if you want to contact us individually, it's Justin or Jody at badparentingpodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias. Just search for Bad Parenting Podcast. Aren't we going to do recommendations? Oh, yeah. You want to, I can, I can hack it together and edit it in there <laughs> real quick. What's your podcast recommendation for the week? Just one. I forget uh, google first so obviously this segment's not gonna work this week <laughs> um uh this week what would be my recommendation oh i am listening i don't know that i would really like to dig the dude's podcast on a normal basis like on a week-to-week basis but it'd be similar to what i do with wtf with mark Marin. Mm-hmm. um is i i have it in my feed and when somebody interesting comes up i listen to it mm-hmm. but uh ari shafir's skeptic tank mm-hmm. i've got um on the uh uh recommendation of izzy he has a first responder from 9-11 that he's doing an interview with and basically just kind of chatting mm-hmm. with the guy about this stuff um and it's a really interesting story because he's not by trade he he originally attacked he he trained as a volunteer emt and attached with a group um so he could uh get better news stories mm-hmm. so kind of like that whole uh night crawler or whatever that movie was that that thing where he's just there that way he can be the first in the scene because he wants to help out and be because then he also has you know, news information for the news stories. And then he ended up getting caught up in this whole 9-11 thing. And he's got some excellent stories about um, people who were like going into, you know, the first people who were actually going into the, the buildings knowing they weren't going to come out and this and that. And, you know, just the heartbreaking talk about like, you know, if you saw a fight, you saw, you'd see it. So somebody come out of the building with a firefighter's oxygen tank on knowing that the firefighter gave him that tank so they could keep breathing and making it down. So that guy's not coming back out. And mm. it was, but it was still, a re- and I'm not all the way through it yet, but I'm, all, I'm a good portion of the way through it. And it was a really, really interesting um, topic, talk. The reason why I'm saying I don't know that I can get into the, the as a regular listener mm-hmm. is because his format is very, it's like we'll, we'll chat about whatever, and then as, as the topic comes and goes, we'll do that. And so it took him almost an hour and 15 minutes to get to the, it, it, he does these really long form mm-hmm. shows, and this is a four-hour one. And it took him like an, almost an hour and 15 to an hour and a half to get actually start talking about that. They were going through a bunch of other crap first. So I kept skipping ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it was still a really interesting story. Of just It was a different take on 9-11 as far as somebody who was actually there watching the shit as it happened. So, Well, um, so I'm going to steal somebody else's recommendation that they recommended me that I'm liking now. Mm-hmm. So you remember Serial, right? Yes. Okay. So some unrelated people... Not related to that show, but basically people who are closer to Anand Syed mm-hmm. are doing one. Oh, yeah. And it's more of the legal stuff. Uh-huh. It's a lot less of the, well, this person said this and this person said this and who knows who, who's right. 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 And she, I mean, she did an awesome job and they acknowledge her a lot for doing such an awesome yeah. job. Yeah. But they're not coming from it from an unbiased perspective. They're yeah. saying right off, we believe he's innocent. These are the reasons why. Oh, cool. Um, but it's called Undisclosed. Okay. I'm only two or three. I'm on my third episode, and it's the audio quality is not as good as one would would have liked. I'm super picky. I yeah, um, I'm very picky on that. And but I have, it's not. It's just Skypey bad. It's not like um. Oh. Okay. It's not like really really bad. 
Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Mister Tomorrow, I'm extremely picky about I know. that kind of stuff. I know. So, and I'm like, I'm, I'm picky even of like my, my diehard best shows. If they do that thing where they're like, "Sorry, audio quality was bad this week due to this," I'm like, "I'm sorry, I can't do it." Like, I'll pick you up next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even my favoriteest, favoriteest shows, I can't do it. Yeah. It just annoys me. So. So undisclosed. Undisclosed. Okay. I just added to my feed. I'll see what it's like and see if I can hang in there. Yeah. I think you'll be all right with it. So, all right. Well, that was a podcast corner. Yay. Um, I think it's all the uh, all the particulars. Website, obviously, is badparentingpodcast.com. Um, we really need to get a sounder for that so I can just attach it at the end of the show and be done it with it. It would be really great. It would be you nice. You should do that. we got to work on that at some yeah. point. One of these next recordings, remind me. Okay. So, sure. Because well, I have the best memory in the world. Right. Yes. So other than that, um, yeah, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. Just have to make cocktails. I got a cocktail over here for you. <laughs> what do you want some of your agave wine as? It's a margarita. But it's made with agave wine. It's a margarita. A margarita has tequila in it. Agave wine is light tequila. <laughs> light tequila. It's the Coors Light of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> the watered down version of tequila. <laughs> nice. This shit really is just one step above water. <laughs> but it's a good cheap beer. <laughs> Somebody was talking, Mike Rowe was talking about on a flight, the flight attendant got him ice for his beer. Ugh. And he Ugh. <laughs> Then again, I guess if it was already warm, you wouldn't want to, yeah. Well, it, I mean, it wasn't warm. He said he, like, there's certain light beers that he'll drink over ice because it doesn't matter if they get watered down because they're already <laughs> warmed mm-hmm. down. This is true. Yes, this is true. Okay. Yes, I will get you your agave wine. Because you love me? Something like that. I put up with you. I think it's a more appropriate term. <laughs> we have a beer drinkability problem here. <laughs> How about this side? I guess that'll work. Okay. Check, 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 Checking the ones check, and the twos. Check, 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 the ones check, and the twos. Check, the ones check, and the twos. Check those Have we checked enough yet? I feel like we've checked a lot. We've checked. We're checked. Okay, so. I feel thoroughly checked. It's all done now. Here it goes.